Alrighty, my friend. Welcome back to Her Life Re-Energized. Hi, I'm Tia, your host, and today we're going to be talking about such a good topic. It is a little bit controversial, but it's powerful. And you know what? It may just hit on a pain point or two. But don't be discouraged. It is so good. Have If you have ever wanted to transform your health, this is the episode for you. Today, we're going to do a deep dive into the most powerful way to transform your health for free. That's right. You can do it for free. And I am talking about exercise. Good old-fashioned exercise. And did you know exercise is one of the most powerful things that we have in this world for improving your health? In fact, if you could purchase exercise, I don't know if you could put a price on it. And before you go clicking away, running away because it's exercise, and I'm talking about the dreaded E word, don't worry. It doesn't have to be scary overwhelming or hard. In fact, you can get started for only five minutes per day. Sounds too good to be true, right? I promise you it isn't. In today's episode, I take you through the many, often surprising benefits of exercise. I dispel one of the biggest myths around exercise and I explain how you can begin to transform your life starting with only five minutes per day. Get ready to get your spark back. Welcome back to Her Life Re-Energized. Hi, I'm Tia, exercise physiologist and wellness specialist. Is it time to say goodbye to constantly being exhausted and watching life fly by without you? then this podcast is for you. Twice a week, I bring you simple, practical and actionable tips to reclaim your energy and life. Get ready to flourish in the life and purpose God has for you. Come, it's time to get your spark back. Alrighty, my friend, let's dive straight on in. Starting with, what is exercise? Well, before we get into that, I just want to clear up a few things because exercise gets such a bad rap and it really doesn't need to. It really shouldn't. Like, I don't know if you've seen them, but I'm sure you probably have. One of the, one of the many health quote-unquote influences or coaches online. You know you know who I'm talking about. The ones who have they're always like got a green smoothie, the void you know, it doesn't matter when it is. They they've always seem to be at the gym, at a spin class, Pilates, yoga, you name it. They seem to have like a whole extra hundred hours in the day to be at the gym and drinking green smoothies and making fancy salads. Yeah. 
I think you know who I'm talking about. And like, don't get me wrong, there is nothing wrong with that. If that is actually their lifestyle, I mean, good on them, all power to them, like, go for it. But as you know, uh, and as I know, social media doesn't really always paint a full picture. It kind of just paints whatever that person wants us to see, which can be good and can be bad. And I find that these sorts of influences, while they don't mean to be causing harm, and in fact their lifestyle is probably great for them, they can perpetrate this idealistic expectation of if you're going to exercise, if you're going to be healthy, you know, if you're going to prioritize health and wellness, you have to look like them. You have to eat like them, drink like them, live like them. And that could not be further from the truth. I don't know about you, but I have a job. I have, a, you know, I have my family, my husband. I have so many things going on in my life. And I feel like you do too. And we don't have necessarily have time to spend all day, every day at the gym and drinking green smoothies. Yep. So. I just want to say, like, if that is not something you resonate with, if you couldn't care less about green smoothies and spending all day in a gym sounds like a nightmare, you are not alone. Like, not at all. In fact, you're probably in the vast majority of people in this world, including healthy people. So I just wanted to put that out there. That is not what health has to look like. And even some would argue not even what it should look like because that isn't a sustainable lifestyle for most people um yeah so I just wanted to clear that up to start with because I think it's so important that when we are going into you know when you are trying to make healthy decisions and choose things to improve your health and your energy and your life that you go in making realistic decisions you want to make decisions that you can stick to embrace grow with not decisions that when you turn around and you know two days time you're like nah I'm out of here that's too hard so I just first of all I just wanted to touch on that um next I, I wanted to t- kind of talk about the two words that often get cha- used interchangeably but they like while they are mostly interchangeable there are a few like little differences And that is exercise versus movement. So movement is just literally moving your body. So you'll do that many times a day. You know, you're getting up from your chair, you're getting a cup of coffee, going to the bathroom, making lunch, like all of the things. They are all different movements. And yeah, so like that's what movement is. Whereas exercise is like structured, intentional movement. And It is when you go for a walk or a run or do some squats or some star jumps. That would be considered exercise. And then there's like one that kind of just like slots in the middle and we would call it, which is called incidental exercise. And I don't know if you've heard about incidental exercise, um, but incidental exercise is exercise that you do just through your course of everyday life through your normal living. 
So that looks like mowing the lawn, gardening, vacuuming, washing your windows, washing your car, like any of those sorts of things. You know, if you walk a lot for work, um, yeah, that's all incidental exercise. And that is also great. One of the earlier studies that we have looking at health and weight loss over a long-term period um, actually was tracking the importance of incidental exercise, comparing someone who had a lot of incidental exercise in their job versus someone who had no incidental exercise in their work. And it was crazy to see the difference, like long-term it had on their life and quality of life. So yeah, they are the three terms that we use. But today we're going to be focusing specifically on how you can increase exercise. Um, yeah, so the benefits of exercise and incidental exercise are the same, obviously. Uh, but it's important to, that being said, incidental exercise will only do so much. It is vital to have structured exercise in your life if you can. And we'll get into why in just a moment. But I just wanted to put that out there. So I know a lot of people who have active jobs turn around and go, ah, incidental exercise, I'm sweet. And it's like, well, no, (laughs) that's not how this works. Yes, you're in a better position than, say, someone who sits at a computer all day. But there's always more to do. And realistically, you're probably not doing the right types of exercise, the right volume of exercise and the right intensity of exercise. It's, it's very hard to get those three um, right when you're doing just incidental exercise. So just something to bear in mind. Next, we're going to be diving into why exercise. And before we do that, I just want to ask you a question. How much is your health worth to you? How much is your health worth to you? Big question, right? Is it worth, you know, $5, $10, $1,000, $100,000? Like, how much is your health worth to you? Have a think. Next, I want you to have, to keep thinking about that, but to go on and go, what if there was something that could completely transform your life? What if there was a drug released tomorrow that could completely reduce your your risk of every lifestyle disease, which is, you know, diabetes, um, heart conditions, like all of those sorts of things, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, heart attacks, strokes, all of those lifestyle conditions, um, lifestyle diseases, sorry. You know, reduce your risk of almost every illness, reduce your risk of cancer, reduce the severity of cancer, help you battle chemo, help you help the chemo battle cancer in your body while reducing the side effects of chemo, you know, improve your mood, reduce stress, reduce reduce your risk of mental health disorders, you know, and give you so much more energy. What would that be worth to you? Have a think about that. You know, I know, like, a lot of people would be, you know, 
a thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, a million dollars. Like if that went up for sale, it would be sold out at the highest price point instantly because health is one of the only resources followed by after time that is we can't really control. We can't get it back. And while you can improve your health, you know, there is only so much you can do. So what would it be worth to you? What would it be worth to not have to ever worry about your health ever again? Crazy, hey? You know, now think about that number. Say you've said, I don't know, $10,000. Say you reckon that wonder drug would be worth $10,000. Now have a think, how much do you make per hour? Say you make... I don't know, $20 an hour. I don't know, pull a number out of it. You know, that would be 500 hours worth of work that you would be willing to put in to get that drug. 500 hours. So let's figure out how many weeks that is because that's like, that's a lot. <laughs> Say you're working a 40 hour, standard 40 hour week. That is 12 and a half weeks. That is like a quarter of a year. That is like three, three whole months. Three whole months of work. You would be willing to work for free, essentially, for three whole months, 40 hours a week, just to pay for that drug. Nuts. Absolutely nuts. But that is what it is worth. You know, it's arguably worth a lot more than that. I mean, thankfully in Australia, we don't have to pay for healthcare like I know other countries do. Well, we pay for it differently. <laughs> but it's not, we don't have to pay out of pocket as much as a lot of other countries have to do. And, you know, if you think about it, you're, it's very, very, very quickly can set you behind if you have an ongoing health illness. So what if? What if there was a way to get all of those benefits for free? That's right, for free. You know, those benefits I just outlined for you are the benefits of exercise. Yep, it's true. Movement is medicine. And that is like... It is a proven fact. It's been proven time and time and time again that exercise is the most powerful thing you can do for your health. Crazy, right? But it's true. It is remarkably true. And it, it's often, often said that if you could make exercise a drug, it would be worth billions. But because it requires work and effort and dedication, almost nobody does it. Think about those 12 and a half weeks working 40 hours a week to pay for that drug. What if you just spent just five minutes a day, not eight hours a day, just five minutes a day to get that same result? Admittedly, you wouldn't have 
stay at five minutes a day if you want all of those health benefits. But that is where you start. That is where you, I recommend all of my clients start, just five minutes a day. And then as that starts to get easier, as you start to see progress, build it up to 10 minutes, 15 minutes, etc., etc., and you will see the benefits. So just to recap, the benefits, in case you weren't listening earlier. It, exercise reduces the risk of every lifestyle disease. P.S. That's why they're called lifestyle diseases, because they are common in people who live sedentary, unhealthy lifestyles. Not always the case. There is some genetic disposition, but generally speaking, that is why they're called lifestyle diseases. And that are things like diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, um, heart attacks, all of those, all of those things, you know the ones. It also reduces your risk of almost every other um, significant disease or condition that has been shown to have a positive correlation, if not direct effect, on your risk of getting almost every, almost every condition um, or disease. Disease is probably the right word, not really condition. Um, it has been shown to be vital in the battle against cancer. So exercise has been shown to be anti, to be anti-carcinogenic. So that means it is anti-cancer, which is so cool and a huge breakthrough for people suffering with cancer. Exercise is great because it, if for people with cancer, because it helps get the chemo to the direct sites more quickly to where it needs to go. It also activates the body's own cancer-fighting cells. Yep, our body actually has cancer-fighting cells, which exercise help activates. Another very cool thing. And it also helps the body tolerate the side effects of chemo better. People who have exercised during their chemo and radiation actually find that they get a lot less side effects which is another incredible, incredible benefit of exercise. Uh, it also reduces the risk and helps to treat mild to moderate mental health conditions such as like anxiety and depression and is also can be helped in the maintenance of other mental um, illnesses. And my favorite, it helps you have more energy. I find this is one of the biggest myths regarding exercise. Everybody always expects exercise to make them tired and that if you are low energy or tired, you should stop doing exercise. Whereas the opposite is in fact true. Exercise gives you more energy, which is so cool. That's right. Exercise has been shown to help you have more energy, which is so cool. You see, exercise does some really cool things, as in it works on, like, on a cellular level to help your body produce more mitochondria, and which help, gives you more energy. And because, sorry, let me backtrack. Mitochondria are the powerhouses of the cell, and they are what creates energy for your cells in your body. So, yeah, and it also makes all of the processes in your body more efficient. So, you know, breathing and blood flow and all of those things, energy production, 
nutrients absorption, like all of the things work better in a body that is exercise. And then all of those things also compound together to give you more energy. So that's pretty cool. And that's on a long-term basis or even on the short term. Exercise has been known, has been shown to give you a good boost of energy because of the endorphins that get pumped around your body. So, when you, I don't know if you've ever, when you've finished exercise, you just feel like so pumped. You're like, oh, like I could keep going. Even though you're like tired, you feel really pumped and like you're on to tackle the next thing. Yeah, that's a little boost that I'm talking about. And that's because of it, it just improves everything in your body. So, they are the many, many benefits of exercise. And to be honest, I've literally just skimmed the surface. If you ever, if you want to do an even deeper dive into what exercise looks like and how it affects your body and everything, like, let me know. But that's just kind of like a good over-level view because we, we could literally be here all day otherwise. So how can you utilize this incredible force for health? in your own life? I mean, that's really the million dollar question, isn't it? How can you use exercise to see, to start to see these benefits in your own life? Well, first of all, you have to plan for it. There is no substitution for planning for it. You have to decide that, yes, I am going to do this and I am going to do it. Now, or today or tomorrow I don't recommend tomorrow (laughs) as the old saying goes tomorrow never comes so if you are constantly planning in the future to do your exercise you'll probably be finding it very hard to actually be getting exercise done so try to plan to sometime today to do your exercise whether that's I don't I mean there's infinite options whether or not that's a five minute walk around the block 10 squats you know 15 star jumps so many different things you can pick mix and match mix and match whatever you'd like but plan for it then next make time for it you've got to make time for it so block off that five minutes in your day somewhere today and make time for it heck Even put a reminder on your phone or on your laptop or computer or whatever you're working on. Set a little alarm to go off to say, hey, it's time to do your exercise. And then thirdly, just do it. I know, Nike was right all along. You've just got to do it. Just do it. You know, quiet all the excuses. Quiet that you're too tired, that your muscles are too sore. And just do it. There is no substitute for action. I mean, if there was a substitute for action, look, it would probably probably be as valuable as that wonder drug I was talking about earlier. Like, there is no substitute for just doing it. And that's what I recommend. You know, plan for it, decide you're going to do it, make time for it, 
preferably set some sort of alarm or something just to make sure you actually do it. You don't forget. Because that's the hardest part about starting a habit, is that it's so easy to forget and to get caught in our old rhythms and old routines that we kind of just keep on keeping on doing what we've always done. But doing what we've always done doesn't get us the change that we are desiring. You know, if you want to improve your health, transform, transform, gosh, transform your life and get more energy so you can stop being so tired, you have to do something differently. Because what you've been doing to this point clearly isn't getting you the results you want. So it's time to make a change. And the last thing I have on making that change is accountability. That's kind of like the fourth step in the process. We need accountability. I know accountability can be hard, especially if you're trying something new and you don't really want someone hounding you or, you know, feeling guilty when you haven't done it. But there is no substitute for accountability. It is what makes everything so much easier because you have to do it. It takes that element of should I, shouldn't I, a little bit more out of the picture. Accountability doesn't always have to look like an accountability buddy. There are so many options. You know, you could have a checklist, a habit tracker, a wellness journal. You could have a friend that checks in with you or even better, a friend who exercises with you. You could have, you could put reminders in your phone. They're a great option. Reminders and alarms that go off, they are much harder to ignore. And you can even hire a coach. You can hire like an EP, like me. You could hire a PT. It depends what you need. I would like, I would put that disclaimer in that this advice and all the advice you get in this podcast is general advice. So if you want specific advice to your particular circumstance, your illness, condition, injuries, go see an EP, um, which is an exercise physiologist, which is which is what I do, because we have been trained to deal with all the different conditions and injuries and all of those things. So yeah, if you've got if you're more of like a complex situation, it is always good to get a professional advice that is tailored to your situation. But yeah, just a, just a small disclaimer there that this is just general advice. So yeah, so there you have the benefits of exercise and how to get started. So just to recap how to get started, because it is actually the most important part. All the benefits are great, but if you don't start, they aren't gonna, you aren't gonna get the benefits or start to get the benefits. So you've got a plan for it, make time for it and just do it. And just doing it can look like just five minutes. Just start with five minutes and then go for a walk around the block. Do a five minute walk up and down the street. If it's, if the weather is miserable, do a five minute walk up and down your hallway or around your lounge room. It's true. It's a thing. Or your house is too small and that would just be horribly awkward. 
You can also go to your local shopping centre and just walk for five minutes before you shop. No, not while you shop. Not stopping at every second store, but like actually go for a good proper walk in the shopping centre for five minutes before you shop. And then, hey, treat yourself to a coffee or whatever that thing is that you really want to get. So there are a few options. And then if you want some strength options, you could do some squats. You could do some sit-to-stands, which is literally sitting down and standing up out of a chair. You could do some star jumps. You could do some more push-ups. Or you could do, if you're feeling a bit fancy, you could even do like a plank or something on the floor. Just do something easy and manageable to get started because getting started will break the back of it. Once you're doing your five minutes every single day, then you'll find that you're in a much better position to add in more time and more exercises because you've already got the habit established. So there you go. That is the benefits of exercise and a few quick tips on how you can implement it in five minutes a day. So I hope this has been helpful. Please come join us over in the Facebook group. The link's in the show in the description below. And come chat, ask questions, engage. And if you want to know anything more about EPs and what we do, and how exercise can help you personally, feel free to get in touch. I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye! See ya!